Let us pray. Breathe through the heats of our desire, thy coolness and thy balm. Let sense be dumb, let flesh retire. Speak through the earthquake, wind and fire. O still, small voice of calm. Amen. In each of those two readings, we meet two men who are in a very desperate and fearful state of mind until they meet with the living God. Elijah is a man on the run. God's prophet is hunted and pursued by his enemies. And what a change of fortune that was from what had just happened. In the previous chapter, we read about Elijah's great victory over the prophets of Baal. But the elation of that triumph is soon forgotten. And Elijah suffers a very different experience in chapter 19. Isn't it often the way that after our greatest triumphs and victories, temptations and trials come upon us? And we can be tempted to despair. Elijah was on the run, but he wanted to run no more. He felt defeated that life was at its end. He wanted to throw in the towel and for God to end it all. So he hid in a cave. It might well have been his tomb. And in our gospel reading, we find another tormented soul, full of fear, hiding away, living in the tombs. Unloved and unnamed. Yes, he was called Legion, but that was not his God-given name unnamed and unloved, isolated from his family and his friends because of his mental sickness. He was driven into the wilds and shackled like an animal. Good as dead, he was forced to live among the dead in the tombs. So there they are, two fearful and frightened men. The cry of their hearts must have echoed the psalmist who declared, My tears have been my food day and night. My soul is thirsty for the living God. What about us this morning? Can we in some small way identify with these two men? We each come with our own needs today our own weakness, whether it's physical, mental, or spiritual. We each have our longings today. 
and we bring them in bread and wine to the cross of Jesus. These things that we carry may be many or legion. We may feel defeated and like these two men want to hide away. So we come today in need of healing and wholeness. We each thirst for the living God to heal us and bring us peace. And there is good news for us today, just as there was for these two men, because there is an encounter with the living God that we might be changed. Changed by love. Let's look briefly at their stories, beginning with Elijah. God met Elijah just where he was, hiding away. And here's a reminder that we cannot hide from God's presence. And we don't need to. We don't need to run away. He is all love, all welcoming. We can't escape from God. And like Elijah, we can't escape from God's call on our life. The call keeps coming. When we lose our way, when we can't find our way back, we take heart today that God finds us. He is always seeking. God meets us just where we are. And Elijah sensed God's presence, not in the strong wind, not in the earthquake, not in the fire, but in the gentle whisper or the sheer silence, that still, small voice of calm. Listen for that voice speaking to your heart today, bringing you that rest and that peace. Listen for the call of God. Wait for God's guidance. God met Elijah, and in that encounter, we see the goodness and mercy and kindness of God. God nourished Elijah, saying, Get up and eat. Cake and water, food for the journey ahead. A word that reminds me of Psalm 23. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. God provides. God knows our need for daily bread and gives us what we need for the journey. When we hunger and thirst, we find God has set a table before us, the bread of heaven and the cup of salvation that we will receive today. And we can journey on. God recommissioned Elijah with a simple word, go. Go in the knowledge that I still love you, I still need you, I still have work for you to do. And Elijah is changed. 
he left his cave of darkness and stepped out on his way once again. And God can do that for us today, just to take that next step out of any cave into the light of God. That's Elijah's story today, but what of this other man living in the caves around Galilee? Let's consider his story for a moment. Again, he had great needs. His outer chains and shackles were a sign of that inner chain that he needed to be set free from. He was forsaken by his family and his friends, but not forsaken by God. God in Christ came near to him. God with a human face and found him at his place of need and showed him the same mercy and compassion of his heavenly father. And Jesus confronted that source of oppression in that man's life and he delivered him from it. Only Jesus Christ has the authority and the power to bring such healing and wholeness, exchanging darkness for light. And what a change was wrought in that man's life. It was as if the lights had come on. And when the people came out to see what had happened, they found him clothed and in his right mind, sitting at the feet of Jesus. And that is the position of every disciple, sitting at the feet of Jesus. We are to sit at the feet of Jesus, our master, and learn from him. What a wonderful transformation he brought to that man's life. Once tormented, he's now at peace. Once troubled by so many voices, he can now listen to Christ and hear the still small voice of calm. Once naked, he is now clothed. Once feeling God forsaken, he now knows the love of God surrounding him. Once driven into the wilds, now, like Elijah, he is commissioned. Go. Go back. Back to your home and family. Rehabilitated into the community. A new disciple of Jesus. Like Elijah, he left his cave, left his tomb life, stepping out of the shadows into the light of God. Can we see ourselves in these two men today? God is nearer than we might think. God in Christ is the same now as then. 
He has the power to save. He comes to us just where we are and touches our lives with grace and mercy. And we are changed. We are made whole. We are in our right mind once more, clothed with Christ. And lastly, being clothed with Christ is a helpful picture for us. To be clothed with Christ. Clothed with his love. Clothed with his grace. Clothed with his forgiveness. Sitting at the feet of Jesus. I pray that in this week ahead, wherever it takes you, you will go clothed in Christ who loves you and died for you, clothed in your right mind, out of the shadows into the light, going from here to our homes, declaring just how much God has done for us. Thanks be to God. Amen.